This episode of Cut the Foreplay was brought to you by Sendy. For more information, check out their website at sendyit.com on facebook.com forward slash sendy, twitter, twitter.com forward slash sendy mobile, instagram, instagram.com forward slash sendy mobile, app store slash play store, sendyit.com forward slash get underscore started. Now, if you're a regular human and didn't catch any of that information because I said it like I was Buster Rhymes, you can check the links in the description below. Another episode of Cut the Foreplay. Now here's the dealio. I will be Jason Deruloing it and I will be riding solo because I have to travel for work and for personal life things. <laughs> I'll have to record most of the episodes on location, which means I will be without the beautiful, the mighty Linda Nyangweso. It's very nerve-wracking to do a podcast on your own. It feels like I'm Steve Carell in 40-year-old virgin. I've got my buttons all the way up. I lit some candles. I have a sexy tune in the back, except I'm not masturbating. Well, never say never. Let's see where the episode takes us. Now, this week, I've noticed that uh, I've been speaking to a lot of people about their parents, and uh, it's crazy how different people can be, how you were raised differently. So, drumroll, please. You probably know this because you've seen the name of the episode, but here we go. What? Oh, my God. You want to talk about mothers? Oh, you want to talk about Yes, yes, I do want to talk about mamas. I want to talk about parents in general. The thing that gave me the giggles is the fact that I read a BuzzFeed article about uh, strict parents and things that they made you do, and you didn't realize that they were messed up until you were old enough to be retrospective and look at things in hindsight. My goodness, I thought my family life was kidogo fu- <laughs> fucked up, but this is unreal. Now listen to this. Some dude could not use straws at home because his dad thought that it would cut through his tongue or cheek like a hole punch. First of all, I feel like that's just your dad having mental issues. What adult would actually think that? Unless he just said that to you and he had some other weird reason, but no bueno, no dilf. And a lot of these are always centered around eating and drinking or consuming any kind of nutrients, I found, because my grandma was like a tiny little French Nazi growing up. We would have to go take a shower at five o'clock, wear our clothes, be presentable, powder our faces, slick back our hair like we're Trinity, in the matrix and sit at the table. If both elbows touch the table, you'd get smacked. If you eat with your hands, you get smacked. If you have anything on your upper lip, I'm not talking about a stray hair, you get smacked. I just don't understand that. Why can't I wear my pajamas? And why can't it be pajamas with holes in it and I can sit with my feet up and enjoy life? Like, what is the problem? Sure, it looks pretty on the plate, but when it goes in, it all comes out brown. Much like where our races are headed eventually because we're mixing and it's wonderful. This also reminds me of uh, the other one that I read where it said, this dude wasn't allowed to speak at dinner. And I voiced this to someone and they agreed. They said that their culture literally requires them to be the most silent. The only thing that you should be able to hear is the utensils hitting the plate. I don't understand that. How are you supposed to enjoy your meal if you can't see the spinach churning around in someone else's mouth as they tell you about their day? That's so unfathomable. But the one that gets me the most right in the giggle spot is uh, the thing that made me realize how different families are. I think I was about 
like 13 and my neighbors were these gajillionaires who had this awesome property and we went down to the beach with them and at dinner. You would expect that rich people would be a little bit more refined and this wasn't the case. So we're sitting around at dinner and me and my pimpled face 13 year old self um, eating piles of food. I was talking to someone else and realized that uh, the dad whose family that we went with lifted his leg and I thought, you know what, he's probably going to scratch himself, something a little bit uncouth but not to that extent this dude lifted his leg and farted so loud with a zero facial expression i looked at everyone of course i'm waiting for people to laugh i looked at everyone and everyone was completely silent his kids acted like it didn't happen his wife was just like oh he's just jerry being jerry now at this point my heart's like ready anticipating the fact that i'm gonna rip this dude apart even though he was like 90 hours older than me and my mom gives me that death stare so i couldn't do it and i'm still convinced to this day that i was correct because this guy had the audacity to lift up his leg and fart now let's describe what a fart is a fart is just poo wind it is air going through your intestines and passing your turds and coming out of your body and he can do that as i'm consuming food but i can't mention that he's doing that get the fuck out of here man don't get me started. This is the thing. I know another family who burp, actually, I know a lot of families who burp freely at the table, and that makes me want to die. I've said this time and time again, and I will reiterate it to you. I will human centipede the rest of my life. I will have my lips stitched into someone else's asshole so I can directly ingest their poo wins instead of having someone burp next to me. I don't know what it is. It smells like foods being recooked right in front of me, but I hate it. So families that do that, man, you guys, you deserve some kind of special award for still being able to love each other after that. We definitely weren't allowed to watch TV during dinner, but I hear that there are certain families that weren't allowed to watch TV at all. Are ya Amish? I don't quite understand that. So this dude says, my mom thought Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry, Mighty Mouse, shout out to Mighty Mouse, you as dope as shit, what a good show, uh, were too violent. How is that possible? Dude, if anything, that shit was haunting. What is it when the, ooh, ooh, when the roadrunner finally caught the coyote, apparently he turns to himself and goes, what do I do now? How is that not the scariest thing that you've ever heard? I think you should let your kids watch TV. TV is wonderful. A group of human beings came together, wrote down things that were on their mind. People acted them out and then millions of people across the world watch it at the same time. If that's not beautiful, I do not know what is. The one that I found to be the most relatable was, and this is because I grew up in Mombasa, is someone wasn't allowed to listen to heavy metal or watch Harry Potter because it was, wait for it, satanic. Diablo, galore, bruja kind of situation. And um, in Mombasa, it is like that. Dude, cats are satanic. Goats are satanic. If you see a woman in the middle of the night walking down the road, don't pick her up even if she's hurt because if she lifts her dress, you're going to see that she's actually just a horse. Once, just so ridiculous. I went into school once and I saw that my uh, teacher wasn't feeling very well and I asked her what was wrong and for some reason she thought it was okay to reveal this to a 12 year old. She told me that uh, when she stepped outside of our house, she saw that someone had broken two eggs at her front door and she thinks it was some kind of witchcraft. My thought was like, what if it was the neighbor just carrying groceries, carrying too many in one hand as one regularly does and then dropped the eggs? There is no reason for you to be sweating profusely and getting a fever for eggs. However, I'm gonna play devil's advocate with myself because I recently read an article where, and this is still keeping it in the fam's kind of uh, topic, where this woman 
thought that her husband was cheating so she went to a witch doctor and said that it will be revealed to her if she is a couple of days later she gets home what's happened my goodness jesus lord her husband was stuck inside her sister can i get a moment of silence that story along with this one made me so appreciative of my really weird family get this apparently saying fart was considered a curse word in this family how would i live realistically my body is one entire whoopee cushion my skin is plastic imagine fart was actually a swear word so every time i say fart 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 yeah didn't bleep that last one because my voice sounded farting beautiful and now for a quick commercial break now here's the thing that you need to know sandy is super trustworthy and i know you don't want to take it from me because i'm a shady bitch so let me tell you about someone who is trustworthy mr bob collimore ceo of safaricom is another human being who has invested his time and money in sandy and he actually uses it as well now because safaricom obviously has all these awesome gigs and people do love the free things aka his friends and family he gets to send last minute tickets to his friends using sandy he said quote in the case of sandy the team was doing something that no one else was doing unfortunately for a lot of startups they just copy other people and there's no differential i absolutely do agree with that how many people can sell maasai sandals and kikoi pants just tone it the f down we don't need any more of those what's awesome about sandy other than the fact that they're innovative is that they have a writer of the month and i know hasn't been announced this month on their website but uh spoiler alert it's charles this dude has a crazy story i got the opportunity to read through it and it goes a little bit something like this if you don't feel inspired after this then well your sweatpants definitely have stains on them and you're watching 16 episodes of pretty little liars back to back now charles on the other hand started off draking it and that means he started from the bottom and he is definitely here this guy comes from a family of farmers and he asked his teacher when he was in form three to help him grow onions so he can sell them guess what he earned from that a hundred and fifty thousand shillings that is insane he took that money bought a motorcycle with it and started off as a driver getting 500 shillings a day saved fifty thousand shillings and purchased a home this dude is crazy inspirational after that he joined sandy and started making his money there what he wants to do is uh, start a greenhouse farming business and that's how he's doing it and sandy's helping him and putting him on his way everybody loves a good heart warming story i really do have to applaud him though because i tweeted recently that i'd sent one email in the morning and then i got up and stretched like my work day was over so pff, yeah now back to the episode I thought for the second part of the episode that I would get another human being to speak to me. Otherwise, just me again in a padded cell talking to myself, but this time for an extended period of time, which is very alarming. So I picked, I handpicked the talented Miseria Anna Sedgepal. She is Cut the Four Place photographer, BT Dubs. She also has a sustainable fashion brand called Lila Bear, and she's got a booty that could be compared to what is Hilary Duff's current fatty. Okay, essentially, we can start with your daddy issues. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you have episodes that run for more than 24 hours? Yes. <laughs> oh. No, but uh, I want to know, I wanted to pick someone else to be here, clearly, because mm. I have a weird family. I wanted to know what your parents were like growing up and what they're like now and what you think you're going to be like as a parent. Oh my god, okay. I was pretty much raised by a single mom. Me too. 
Yes. Twinsies. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> no, but my mom was was pretty strict growing when we were growing up um, in the sense that she always wanted us to be constructive. Ugh. You know, so even if we were watching TV, she'd be like, Ria, why won't you turn on the news once in a while? <laughs> If you're, if you're going to your room, then, you know, you can read a paper. And then once you came in and I was, um, I was writing in my diary. Um, <laughs> and um, what I would do, I would, I would use it to, like, manipulate my mom in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I did something that was bad and it got me in trouble, I would write in my diary and then leave it on her dressing table open at the page. Oh, in which yes. I would write that I felt bad. Um, so yeah, so she she walked into my room once when I was writing in said journal, and uh, she thought, "Oh, sorry, I'll give you some privacy." And that's when I thought, you know, "Oh, I'm gonna, I like, I, I I'm free. You know, I've grown up now, so I'm allowed my own privacy." Yeah, but with the door um, open, though, right? We, we no, we, she took away my key. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to lock my room. But uh, funnily what? enough, I came up with a system. Uh-huh. So I'd open my door and open the drawer that was right next to the door, and she wouldn't be able to open it. And then I'd be like, sorry, I'm changing. And that would be my little workaround. That wouldn't work with my family because I'm always, this is weird, but I, I'm always naked around my mom. Like, I'll shower freely. Mm. I came out of her, like, womb. Okay. It doesn't really make a difference. Sorry, you know, I, I just, I can't really focus because I'm picturing you naked. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> is that weird? Do we need to stop? <laughs> Amazing. Uh, the one that I was thinking about in terms of having your door closed, we have a, a, a mutual friend, mm-hmm. you and I, that mm-hmm. we will not name, mm-hmm. who masturbates um, aggressively and often, more often than one probably should if they does want their ever? genitals to stay on. <laughs> she and, does. And She's so extra. So the story that she told us was that she masturbated so often and uh, her parents could hear the buzzing noise from the vibrator and they forced her to keep the door open all the time. And she found a way to masturbate with the door open shamelessly. Yeah. Well, I think that, well, first of all, it was the shower massager. There we go. That someone gave to her her parents as an anniversary gift. That was probably used already, VT Dubs. Yeah. Oh, God. So what, you're like dad's weird dry skin just on your... uh, Imagine it was used sexually by your parents. Oh, my God. That's where I'm at right now. Well, yeah, that's the thing. A shower massager, let's not lie, everyone. It's a vibrator. It's a vibrator. Yeah. Um, and it got to the point where it was so bad that she, like, her parents had to hide said massager. <laughs> that well, was how their family worked. If, if I, if I had a kid who loved to masturbate, first of all, I'd be like, good for you. Mm. Enjoy life. Mm. Um, there are very few pleasures that are free and that's yeah. one of them, but, um, I would just give them a key. I would yeah. bolt that door. I would yeah. have like a, I'd barricade it. Yeah. But as long as you're present for family dinners... That's, you know, that's the um, one. That's the one. But then, whatever you want to do in your own time, please put that "do not disturb" sign on the door. My mom, funnily enough, did walk in. Oh. This is a sad story. I hope no. you're ready. Um, so I was feeling frisky. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was having a good old time with myself. <laughs> Wait, what kind of, there's, there's different kinds of, of, uh, being caught like before the walking right. in situation, was it like a quickie? Were you just really in it? What I, it was, what it was a lot of things. Okay. So let me just break this down for you. I'm going to get into really filthy details. I hope you're ready. Good. So I had recently discovered the video to Christina Aguilera's dirty. I'm not going to lie to you oily, sweaty humans just yeah. grinding on each other. 
I'm a bad it. I like it. Especially you. when you throw, throw in some teenage hormones and you've got yourself a party, you yeah. know? So that's where I was. I was taking my time. I, and usually I can hear her high heels going, you know, yeah. Um, I did not. I don't know whether it was the panting or the sheets or something. I was literally at that point no, no. where I was going to climax and I was I was there climax. pretty much mid orgasm she opens the door <gasps> yeah now I was under the sheets I'm one of those people who masturbate underneath the blanket thank god yeah oh god so I had to mid orgasm stop what I was doing and pretend I was sleeping and then my mom proceeded to tell me about her dinner Oh, how did you survive? How do you get your mom know. present day? I don't know how I survived. I think I just kind of like shook and it was literally the worst moment of my life. I, I kid you not. It was it was so bad. Are you still to this day able to have sex or masturbate? Because I feel like that's too traumatic. I don't know what kind of powers you have in the studio, but I, I've never told that story to anyone else. Oh, so this is the first time I'm bringing it up. It's you highly traumatic. You should never tell that story to anyone else other than, you know, the hundreds that have heard sure. this at this point. Yeah, yeah. So it's just between us guys. Yeah. Let's keep it, let's keep it in the loop. So because your mom uh, wanted you to be constructive all the time mm-hmm. I can see now uh, that you have that in you like you if you're watching TV you're like oh I just have to send like 15 emails and go for a run while I watch this episode of <laughs> Orange is a New Black like you can't not do something yeah it's really difficult and I'm in training currently yeah Um. so it's 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 a work in progress, I have to say, because I didn't think that I would be like that when I was growing up. I thought, oh my god, I'm never gonna be like that. Everyone I'm gonna be able to mom. relax, and this is my fear, you know, because now I'm in my twenties, yeah. so I'm shaping who you're I am. You're in your late twenties. Don't say it like you're. It's mid twenties. Mid twenties. Thank you very much. No. I have a few good months until I can say that I'm my twenty six. Is 20s. actually um, uh, late twenties. I looked it up. Shut up. No, I will not because I'm speaking the truth. Oh my God. I'm... No, this yeah. is so sad. But it is true. We we all do age into our parents. You, there's a lot of things that my mom does that you've said that I do as well, like identical. Oh yeah. It's, um, it's uncanny how you both walk into a room that you really enjoy and just go back and then walk in and compliment the room. I like, have to compliment the room. It's room. like tw- it's 20 minutes of just <laughs> come and see this. And I'm like, sometimes I just want to sit. <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to let you be uh, t- like terrible on your own in terms of getting traits that aren't the greatest. Mm-hmm. I have the guilt, <laughs> the real guilt, <laughs> because... Uh, you can see the tears coming. <laughs> Don't ruin your mascara, girl. <laughs> because Friday nights, my mom would be like, tomorrow morning, we're going to have a lazy day. We'll go shopping. It will be wonderful. Mm. And she would barge in at 6.30 in the morning, kick the door open, sing Whitney Houston, and be angry at me because I hadn't written a list of the things that I wanted to shop for. Oh, my God. She, always, she also always had to be productive. That's what, okay. like I just realized that as well. But right. hers was always with sleeping. If, it, if it's like 6.45, she's mm. like, you're wasting the day. Oh, so, why do moms love waking people up? I like it's their favorite thing in the entire world if i get up at like let's say 7 30 or 8 o'clock there's already guilt there even Mm. if it's a sunday (gasps) yeah i'm sorry but if you're waking up and the time is a single digit you're doing something wrong (laughs) like get it together moms yeah so obviously you know nadia she was on the previous uh one of the one of the episodes where she talked about 
people shitting into other people's mouths. Oh and, yeah, uh, I'm familiar with her work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scarred me for life. Thanks, girl. So she has a, a story for us as well. Uh, there's quite a few. Like, for example, um, if we wanted to go to the movies, she would be like, you have to eat quarter of the plate of uh, vegetables. And if you don't, you can't go to the movies. And she knew that we would just end up being like, ah, whatever, then I don't want to go to the movies anyways. But one thing that I'll never forget, I remember like um, my brother once went to Zambia to work for six months and uh, he packed his bags and everything. And you know the way you put like one outfit aside that you're going to wear on the plane. So my mom would always go and like check everything, make sure that he's not taking any torn clothes or any like ruined shoes. By the way, my brother was like, I think 26 when he went. So um, yes, she saw that he put like a shirt and shorts aside and she was like, what is this? And he's like, what? And she's like, how can you wear shorts on the plane? And my brother's like, what? Why not? And then she's like, you can't wear shorts on a plane. I mean, what if something happens? And I'm just like, what the hell is going to happen? Like, if someone hijacks a plane and is like picking out people to release he's gonna be like no sorry i'm not gonna release you only people with trousers are allowed to leave the plane planes engines fail (laughs) and the plane crashes like you're more likely to survive if you're wearing trousers than if you're wearing shorts (laughs) come on seriously my grandma has the exact same thing and it's uh i don't know I, I thought it was normal it feels like it's normal to me but someone voiced that it isn't she always used to tell us that we had to wear nice underwear when we left the house in case we got hit by a bus and the paramedics had to like yeah you know totally your underwear has to match and yeah. for me i'm one of those people that i really enjoy mismatched everything down to my socks don't roll your eyes at me <laughs> yeah it makes me anxious when things don't match like socks at least but yeah. she she also proves of no underwear oh grandma likes commando yeah because she's like her. at least you're free when you die you die free <laughs> it's always about a car crash there's right. something wrong with her okay so point being that your your mom slash grandma will give you fashion advice only if it's to do with death yes. and how you how you go precisely that's what my family's oh, built that's on amazing um <laughs> but i think that like just from all of the friends that I've had and, you know, like hearing everyone else's stories, I would much rather have, I would, I would choose my mom from a lineup any day. You know what they say, if you put your problems in uh, a bowl uh, with other people, you'd end up picking Picking your your own. own. Yeah. Yeah. Now, don't forget, big or small, Sendy will deliver your packages. And if you sign up now and uh, type in the promo code Sendy Partner, that's capital S, capital P, you will get 500 shillings off thanks to Cut de Foreplay. And no, I don't know what that accent is. It sounds like a Jamaican and Nigerian procreated and decided to raise their kid in Lebanon.